This week on This Galarian Life, the party says goodbye. The shock would have appreciated us to uh, celebrate life rather than mourn death. So let's uh, start the fire and uh, start the party. Chalk's influence over the group isn't quite over. I am gullible and couldn't tell a lie to save my life, yet I have kept many secrets from you. Making their preparations, they need someone new. This is Cyrus, a um, working girl turned hero. Laura, a working girl turned hero. And Charlie, well, he's Charlie. I'm Charlie. Take time to figure out what we're on. You've been successful as a whole. Good job. Individually, it doesn't seem so, but as a whole, yes. Are they ready for the grand battle to come? I've been scheming. I'm like an expert tactician. And here's what I was thinking is that we put on the front lines a scarecrow, but it's not really a scarecrow. It's me. Listen to find out. It has been 67 episodes since we started our adventure in the small little market town of Theandar on the Meredith River outside of the Fangwood Forest in northern Nirmathos. We had five adventurers, Cyrix the Mesmerist, Gorgug the Bard, Truxton the Investigator, Greg the Ranger, Jacques the Paladin, and now only one remains. This adventure took turns I never saw coming. Rangers dying at the hands of dragons, a bard dying in a random encounter, an investigator, an investigator capable of alchemical concoctions dying at the hands of alchemical golems, and a paladin dying at the hands of a, well, jaws of a giant snake. But this is where we are. This is where the adventure has taken us, and this is where the adventure will go. Presenting, episode 67, A Penny for Your Thoughts. Nighttime is cold in the deserts of Asarian, as life tends to stop as the sun goes down. We begin our scene near a cave in the desert. A small fennec fox is lying asleep, but all of a sudden his head jerks up and he runs away off in the distance. And the same spot he's laying, a pool of water begins to form. And images begin appearing in the water. First, we see Gorgug lying recently slain on the floor. And the camera pans towards the sword on his side and green light fades or it turns into a green hue and then just slowly disappears the scene changes we're in an underground cavern a navi stands staring at a bag that just appeared next to her Uh, she looks down at the scroll she just recently pulled and a tear rolls down her face And she says, you stupid son of a bitch. And she casts the bag aside and outside of the bag rolls a small rapier. The scene once again changes. It's a country path. A man and a teenage boy are walking down the path. Hair of platinum blonde and jet black. The man turns to the boy and says oh keep walking keep walking come on come on i i don't understand why we're leaving 
Oh, it's uh, it's just good to go on uh, moving on in life. I know you're young, you don't fully understand. But it's best to get away from some things. Why doesn't Mother need to get away too? Eh, you know, uh, your mother is busy and I'm sure she will, we will talk with her later, but for now it is time to get away, you know? I guess you usually know what's best. What do you know? Tell me about the place we're going. Oh, these buildings and... Uh, I love buildings. I'm glad you like buildings, because there's probably buildings where we are going. Anything else besides buildings? People? People. People. There are people where we're going. The same sort of people that Mother keeps around? Oh god, I hope not. I, uh... Maybe, maybe other types of people. People who are less, uh... More forward, less... Look, you just have to trust me, okay? Oh, I guess. Just, I guess as long as, uh, as long as we're together, everything will, will be fine. Huh. Ugh. Julian, you're so great. We're in Long Shadow. Jacques is dead. And you all prepare to put him to rest. What does that look like? I imagine uh, there's several strippers. <laughs> I guess, like, do any of us, did any of us really know? Jacques? I knew his we, soul. Our backstories were together. <laughs> oh, no, he's Charlie. What? Yeah. Fucking crazy. Gavin's like 10 episodes behind. In <laughs> they brought like 10 glasses in. <laughs> Oh, Gavin's drunk for a podcast. Could be interesting. Could be a little, be a little twist. Anything to spice it up, I guess. Uh, let's see. Shock to tell me once. Well, no, that was if I killed his son. We could do it anyways, though. Have a big party and set his body on fire in the middle of town. Oh, uh, I mean, I guess you would know better than the rest of us. Laura, um, you and I are really the only two that knew Jacques. What, what do you think we should do? Well, if we had the time, we'd have to plan some kind of elaborate orgy. But we don't have time. You knew him better than I. Do some drugs or something in his name. I'm going to go 500-yard stare in a courtyard somewhere and scare children. I guess we can all mourn the J-Unit in our own way. I think he would appreciate a non-traditional funeral. Yeah, I'm sure even he would be getting sick of these, honestly. Trace is is currently dragging logs into the city square. (laughs) So, we set a fire in the middle of the town square. We create a funeral pyre and burn Jacques' body. And we all say a few words, starting with Teresia. Teresia, just say something. I did not know Jacques for long. But I believe, as a paladin, he embodied the love and the passion of his goddess. His actions spoke louder than any words I could say. Remember all of you who were impacted by Jean, possibly saved by him. And carry his passion with you in the days ahead. Y'all need it. And I even say a little serenade prayer. I know it for my sister. Shelly? Yeah, same difference. Same difference. I get a little Shelly in prayer. I'm like, I'm like, 
Ooh, puppies and kitties and little white blankets. <laughs> <laughs> We're gonna copyright someone. I don't know who. I think that's public domain. Who knows? Killing and smiting and all dead goblins. Anybody wanna go next? Oh, uh, I mean, let me just not go last. I feel like I do a different voice every episode. Uh, you are going through puberty <laughs> right now. It's very tough. <laughs> oh, uh, let's see. T-Bone? Didn't know him all that well, but I knew him well enough to give him a nickname, and that's the sign that there was a beautiful friendship budding. And now the only thing that are gonna be that's gonna be budding are the flowers over his grave. And I think that is its own type of beauty. And I refuse to ever get attached to anybody in this party because I likely will only happen for two to three more episodes. Two or three more streams, you mean? Two or three more streams. Two or three more uh, Galarian days. Gosh, those influencers are just so good. Jack was an interesting man. He was good, I think. Though I think we've all, well, I've learned things about Jack that have raised my eyebrows. I think it goes to show us that we can all be good, no matter where we come from, and all change the world for better. And I made him a promise a few days ago. And Jacques, wherever you are right now, I want you to know that I'll keep my promise. Laura? Laura uh, just kind of like drags herself up, leaning heavily on the bow. Jacques was a warrior who died a warrior's death fighting to defend this place. We could all be so lucky. She just kind of turns around and walks away after that. And despite our somber words, anybody who is uh, watching this funeral, um, Jacques would have appreciated us to uh, celebrate life rather than mourn death. So let's uh, start the fire and uh, start the party. So is Jacques's part or is Jacques's body slowly burns one of the bartenders rushes off to his bar and brings back a couple large bottles of wine and you all slowly pass them out and it starts off as somber but then you start thinking of the good times and it gets a little bit better Um, but at the back of your minds there's always the thought that these losses keep coming and you don't know when the next one's going to come. I have a question. That spirit, I would like to say, that when I die, just don't even do any of this stuff. Just pretend it never happened. Move on with the next episode. No funeral scene. Unless I make it 30 episodes. If I make it 30, wait, 30 days, whatever the right word is, then you can have a funeral. If we know you for at least a month, we'll give you a funeral. Otherwise, we'll leave you where you fell. Yeah, well, I'd like even you that. Those reports. Make it a short one. Once he breaks, <laughs> once he breaks a million subs. <laughs> well, once I break a million subs, I'm not with this stupid party anymore. I'll tell you that. Uh, how many Jay- subs? How many subs do you have right now? Nine hundred ninety-nine thousand nine hundred ninety-nine. J Unit, I, I pull up to be, Twitch on my phone. <laughs> aren't you supposed to be plugging NordVPN right now? J Unit is Jack. We call um, Charlie C Unit. Hey, C-Unit, aren't you supposed to be plugging ExpressVPN right now? So long as it doesn't raid Shadow Battle or whatever the hell it's called. Oh, that's great. You know, if you sign up right now using my referral code, Teresia23, you can get two legendary shares. Teresia, stop hawking stuff you don't understand and go back to selling essential oils on Facebook. Oh, oh gosh. 
Serious, I am having a little sensey thing tonight if you're interested. Oh, okay. I could care. Wait, is that the melted wax stuff? Then yeah, I'm very interested for reasons we, I don't want to explain. We have it with CBD now. It doesn't hurt, honestly. <laughs> so the melted wax from the sensey. So you guys uh, burn jack shit too? No, I take not. it. I take his melted wax. Yeah. I took several of his protection items, so now that I have 24 AC. So you have a pack of condoms in your fucking pocket. <laughs> yes. Um, I guess while your guys are uh, rifling through his shit. I mean, that uh, was a while ago. Yeah, well, either way. Uh, Cyrix, uh, you find a an envelope uh, with your name written on it. I wait until I'm away from the others, and then I open it. Uh, it's a letter... From Jacques. By the off chance you are not Cyrix, please do not open. Cyrix. Are you sure you want me to read this out loud to everybody? Yeah. Okay. Cyrix. Oh, no. I leave this note hidden, and if you have found it, then either you need to stay out of my stuff, or I have passed. <laughs> if I have passed, then it is clear. I have been forsaken by my goddess due to my request to you. I made the real and purposeful decision that would have resulted in a permanent and final consequence, something that is anathema to my goddess. I know too well she'll forgive me for this strife, but it is a forgiveness that will take time. I can no longer be the follower she wants me to be. If I am dead, I have another request for you. Don't kill my son. He's happy with who he is now, and it's not exactly what I wanted for him, but it is better than the other forces in his life. Forces I have kept away. You are the only one who understands subtlety in this group. I am gullible and couldn't tell a lie to save my life, yet I have kept many secrets from you. Far too many. Keep him secret. Keep us secret. I wish I had met you earlier in my life. You are the only one who told me I was a fool if our, or if I, my feelings were getting ahead of the possible consequences. I hope you keep the group strong and carry on this legacy. You're it. If anyone could make it through, it'd be you. With love, Jack. Uh, I fold the letter back up. Uh, I wipe a few, a few stray tears away, um, and then slip the note inside my armor as a reminder. So you uh, drown your sorrows away in the bottle and maybe the, the powder and maybe the leaf. And maybe the penis. Uh, but He's you, too obsessed with Hobbit, Hobbit pipe. You end up um, going to sleep that night. Laura Cyrix, you know what time it is. We'll say. God damn it, why is this still no! happening? 21. 25. You fall asleep and you begin seeing images of your husband once again. Let's say he's on a battlefield and a, he's knocking down hobgoblins left and right, but then from behind him, somebody with a larger bow, uh, one almost reminiscent of your very own, fires. And in slow motion, the arrow slowly, slowly approaches him. And then, out of nowhere, a 
armored gauntlet catches the arrow and the herald of Gorum whispers in your ear I will stop this for tonight be strong next night I cannot always intercede and you sleep peacefully Sarah's you good uh, so you wake up last time we discussed that eventually there you sent out the scouts to try to figure out when the siege engines are going to cross the river Meredith they bring no news on this day so what do we want to do we still have a town to build up Laura and I have a minefield to make we do have a minefield to make it's a shame we don't have trucks to help us make the mines but it'll work Gavin, is your next character like an engineer that can help us like fix this? Hey, <laughs> gotta find out <laughs> next time. Oh, yes. Uh, how how are we doing the mines? Well, I have the spell note of blasting. Okay. And I also assume that we can just like you know use gunpowder. Um, do does anybody in the party have engineering? I do. Okay. So not much. Go ahead and. Roll that for me, Teresia. Uh, Cyrix, give me a spellcraft check. 20. Okay. Trigonometry one time in Catholics. Yeah, you get a 12. Okay, so the uh, the mundane mines are decent, not perfect, but the nodes of blasting that are put down uh, are decent. Very good. Um, so, yeah, we'll call that that's uh, 10 defense points added. How many nodes do you put down, Cyrix? Like, well, cast the spell four times a day. Okay. So I assume this is a lengthy process. So while Teresia is off building, building her uh, black powder bombs, and I assume Laura and Cyrix are kind of helping each other. Yeah, I assume that Laura's like, you know, since she's a ranger and kind of like knows nature a bit. You're making some assumptions here. <laughs> well, like you have a good survival check, right? I do have a good survival check. Like, you know guerrilla warfare. Like, you're giving me tips as to, like, where to place the mines and, like, where to structure things for, like, maximum possible chaos and damage. Yeah, there's a natural little dip. That's a place where people are going to seek cover. Put one there. Give a nasty little surprise. You're well-versed in warfare, Laura. I am. Is there something about it you want to know? Well, I guess, I mean... Before Greg died, we didn't really know you well, and you seemed to be putting on the air of someone very different than who you are now. I guess I just am curious as to the change of character. Before I met Greg, I was a mercenary, and we, our band was a particularly religious one. We were all followers of Gorham. We did a lot of fighting, a lot of it dirty and bloody. And don't think I was a good person. Greg made me into a better person, I feel. But he's not here anymore. And these times call for me to not be a good person again. I respect that. I think we've been... Well, I haven't, but most of them have been too good for too long. I say we fight dirty. Oh, you want to fight dirty? I got an idea. You're not here, Charlie! (laughs) Oh, my bad. But I got an idea when you all come back. Okay. You're saying, Laura? Put that mind there. I do have one thing to ask you, though, Cyrix. Anything, Laura. I'm starting to be... I say that I'm becoming a bad person again, 
I've not always, even when I was trying to be good, I was not always good. I was not kind to my daughter whenever she decided to go off and study with that hobgoblin. Sirius hides a smile as best as she can when Laura says hobgoblin. If I don't survive this, like everyone seems to be doing right now, tell my daughter I don't hate her. I can do that, Laura. And if it means anything to you, I think that you are a very kind mother. Laura doesn't say anything, but she does smile and continues helping place minds to violently maim and murder the people. <laughs> that are Hell yeah. So that's accomplished. And I guess it's about midday and you meet up for maybe a midday meal or just to recalibrate, figure out what's going on. Um, what's your idea, Charlie? Okay, I've been scheming, and I'm like an expert tactician, and here's what I was thinking, is that we'd put on the front lines a scarecrow, but it's not really a scarecrow, it's me. <laughs> we wait, and then once they're all through, then I flank. And then I also will have my bird run distraction. Sirix right. hides a smile again. <laughs> Um, so there's an option in the uh, defense building section called internal defenses. I think maybe if Charlie wants to pitch these ideas to some of the town folks who are going to be in the station or inside the town. Um, the town folks are scrubs and won't be able to do it right. As Okay. Well, then you don't get defense points, I guess. Well, hold on. Some, some of them are streamers. They don't have high, high, high sub count as you do. But uh, lobies. Yeah. <laughs> this sure. Is, this is making sure the lobies don't drag you down. So you teach them how to three sixty no scope. I'll teach them how to put on a good show. Uh, Charlie, you want to give me a diplomacy check as you try to teach these people how to do stuff? Hell yeah, I do. Let me see what that is. <laughs> I got a three. <laughs> Okay, listen, we're going back to the Scarecrow idea. How about uh, this? <laughs> At least you let me do the bird. What? What's your highest skill? Intimidate. And what's that? Eight. Eight? Eighteen. Wait. Oh, wait. See? No, never mind. How about I just let out, like, a really scary battle cry when they start coming? Yeah, that works. Okay. <laughs> um, uh, when... So you guys listen to Charlie's amazing speech. Uh, you don't know how it's going to help, but if he's down for it, he's down for it. Uh, and then the, the mayor of the town comes in, and near Roberts, he goes, he walks up to you, kind of looking relieved that at least you four are still alive, even though he's never oh, met one of you. Um. We picked oh. up a new stray, Mayor Crawford. Well, it seems as if you'll need them. The way you all are running these days. I'm sorry for your loss. Too soon, bro. Yeah, I understand. Anyway, since you all have been out of town for a little while, um, perhaps, I assume you haven't heard some of the local news. Um, you all did a very good job, uh, starting to build up the wall. Master Truxton 
He's an excellent wallsmith, but in recent days we have uh, finished construction, thanks to a woman who appeared in town oh, maybe hours after you left for your last exposition. Excellent builder, and the walls are uh, complete now. Who is this woman? She sounds I, fascinating. You can add ten defense points. Oh. I'll go ahead. Is there anything heavy left to haul? Good, uh, good mare. I believe I could use a certain spell to assist us in this. Yeah, sure, constantly. A volume mother cookers like communal ant haul. God, that would be some good shit. In wartime, there's always stuff to move heavily. But anyway, if there's any other plans you have, um, our new guest might be of use. I think she's overseeing the finishing of her latest project at the wall right now. Um, well, what was her name? A penny, I believe it was. I've got to uh, head off to do mayor stuff. I just came over here to get an afternoon cap. I uh, gently touch the mayor's shoulder as he turns away. He recoils and hisses. Mayor, I was just going to ask you, do you believe this woman is trustworthy? She's good with a hammer, that's all I know. I don't know if she wasn't trustworthy, why she wouldn't be building, why she wouldn't be helping us, I guess. Well, you make a valid point, perhaps. Um, Your leadership skills sparkling as always. Thank you, Crawford. Thank you. Goodbye. And he just starts getting blasted. She sees the ear and gets furious. Terry Joe walks up to Sears and with a shit-eating girl on her face. Yes. She's like, Sirix, I think you like this lady. She's really good with tools. <laughs> Did you just call me a tool, Teresia? No, you just know how to use them, but I'm blushing. <laughs> Jesus, Laura, door. <laughs> Laura? Also, I don't know what that means. <laughs> <laughs> Do we need to talk about I heard the it on the view. Do we need to talk about the birds and the bees, Teresia? Do not speak of Shelian and the hive around me. <laughs> <laughs> let's, go the, let's go to the wall and meet this bitch. Hey, also, do we think the siege camp is up or down river? Uh, you don't know yet. Daniel's checking it out for us. Good, because I'm going to spy on these motherfuckers using river sight. What a ridiculous spell that's very situational. <laughs> <laughs> to the right. wall um so you approach the wall and there's a scaffolding that has been constructed and on the top of it there is a woman uh, barking orders at some of the townspeople and they're generally moving faster than they did with you all uh, what does she look like Gavin uh kind of she has her her cloak off to the side she's wearing like knife nice uh, noble clothes. Uh, she has chubby cheeks and they're rosy right now due to the fact she's up on a wall yelling at people. And she's uh, she's yelling and she's saying, come on, oh, you don't want the stone that way, otherwise they can get through and kill your family members. You don't want that. Just, no, not like that. That's how, the, that's, that's wrong. No, no, no. You repeated that way twice. Okay, there you go. Yeah. Uh, she has black hair, brown eyes, and she's looking down, like, hands on hips. 
like talking to the like directing these people. Uh, we. I do like an efficient person. I do like a woman that shouts. Let's go chat with her. The lid. The lid. The lid. Penny. Uh, she Penny. Turns. She turns and she says, "Uh, hello. Are you hired to help with the wall?" In a manner oh. of speaking, that is an answer. Um, okay. Uh, and she's gonna float down. Oh, one of those. She, she, you know, she's wearing her noble clothing. They're like dark purples and uh, deep blues that are almost black. Do you have any religious iconography on your person? Uh, you don't see any religious iconography, no. One of those. I outstretch a hand. Oh, oh, hello. I'm a bit sweaty, but okay. Do I look like a scarecrow to you? Yeah. Um, you, uh... You look well, so maybe you need to work on it a little more. Thank you. I, I can help you. Make I you would look like a love that. Okay, we'll get to it's that. It's hard, because here's the thing. I can do, like, my arms and stuff, but it's hard to get to my back to put the, like, hey. Okay, that's and fair. Sirius, and and X-Factor and, and everybody won't help me, so they think it's a dumb idea, but thank you. you. Charlie, you didn't ask me. Every Charlie, you didn't ask me to help Teresa, me. you're, like, three feet tall. You can't even reach me. Um, I'm sorry. I'm a little anxious right now. Uh, Hi, I'm I'm Hi. Penny, but you know my name. Uh, um, who who are you? Teresa steps forward. Penny, can I just say you are to me a dime? Huh, thank you. <laughs> That's funny because my rabbit's named Nickel. <laughs> my and then bird. out of out of my Wait, out of my, my out of my pouch, like my big pouch to the side, I open it up and a black rabbit just pops his head out. Oh, the rabbit and that bird are gonna fuck. Oh. No, don't, don't I am concerned. I am Teresa Flamebreaker, paladin of Ioma Day. Oh, and my oh, friends here. This is Cyrix, a uh, working girl turned hero. Laura, a working girl turned hero. And Charlie. Well, he's Charlie. <laughs> I'm Charlie. Um, hello. He's Charlie. Laura and I came here originally with some other people to help fortify the town against the siege and Crawbert has put us in charge of, of some of the uh, building and bastion, so to speak. Um, and we've picked up Teresia and Charlie along the way and we're happy to see you here as well, Penny. Uh, thanks. And if you don't mind, Penny, we have a gift for you. But first... Detect oh, evil sixty-foot cone. Ha <laughs> <laughs> ha! All right, yeah, you detect evil. Oh shit! Wait, really? That's not a joke. What's the aura? Uh, it's an aura of evil. It's a uh, moderate, I believe. Is it not a cleric? From... Not a cleric. Going from you? No, it's coming from her. It's coming from her. It's coming from Pity. It's not. It's not like you're. A I'm a cleric, but it's like I'm definitely evil and high and hit that. Oh no! Uh, so Tracy goes. Well, uh, looks like it won't be that gift. And she places her hand on her longsword. Penny, I'm getting some unusual readings from you. Uh, she puts her hands up. Um. Uh. I mean, if you want to go fast, I suppose. But. No, no, I'd, I'd rather not go. Yeah, would you like to explain this emanation? Fun emanation. You know what I'm talking about, girl. Don't play with me. Um, she breathes in heavily and sighs out. 
look, um, I'm not helping with the wall to make this city fall. I'm, I'm helping because I want the city to be protected. I don't want these people to die. Teresia, I don't know why you are suddenly bullying our new friend, Penny. Penny, which god do you serve and what are your true purposes here? I don't... I find gods to be distracting. No offense. Oh! <laughs> yo, same though. Yo, same. I hated going to church now. Yeah, I, uh, I mean, you just went to the wrong church, Charlie. Let me tell you all about Callistria later. So what is your purpose here, Penny? What do you have against the entire thing? Um, well, she looks her head down and then looks back up with a blank expression on her face. I don't want them to win. And who do you No, it's not that simple of an answer. You're a follower of Iomade? I look at my shield, I look at my breastplate. What the fuck do you think? Yes, I am. Iomade has made deals with devils. Iomade has struck trade deals and packs with devils. Not because she is a non-pure heart, but because she's realistic. The devils don't want the demons to... Look, Teresia, I, I, I don't want to be cross with you. I, I really, I really think we can work together to help this city and make the Iron Fangs stop. That's all I want. I just want them to not win, please. Teresia's staring at you like a fucking got volcanoes for eyes. I, I understand your hesitancy, but no, I don't have faith in this anybody else in this town but you four. I was going to say five, but now it's now it's four. Um, How did you know there were five? Because, well, the people talk about you. I mean, when you ask why this town hasn't given up and they say these five crusaders or helpers or heroes or whatever. There was also a funeral like last night. Oh, that's true. Teresa's hand is still on her longsword. She's staring bullets through this presumed wizard. Ma'am, Teresa. Penny, Penny, I'd rather you not speak to me of my god's specific theology and practices. I respect your god. If you're asked, I see that you've done some good on this wall, and you may be useful in the fight ahead. I will take it on faith under one small condition. I recommend you accept the offer. I accept it. Good. Let me read your spell book. I give it to her? Can you read magic? Yes, it's a it's a horizon. Okay, while he's doing or while she's doing that, let me get you acquainted with some of the nicknames we got, okay? <laughs> okay, he's okay, dead. Horatia. It's okay, that's good. That's T Bone. You got Cyrix. That's X Factor. You got Laura. What did I call Laura? Uh, no. El- I don't think you had an LT. Was it LT? I don't think you had one for me yet. Because I yeah, didn't you, interact you with have... you at all. We're still working on Laura Penny. I'm open to suggestions. And then you, Penny, don't have one for you yet, but we'll work on that too. Um, uh, okay. Important to build camaraderie. So come I agree. Up with Did you get my message yet? <clears throat> Teresia slaps the spellbook closed and tosses it back to Penny. It looks back to the party. It checks out. Let's get back to the wall. Oh, and Penny, one last thing. I say over my shoulder, we'll be back at you. Do you have any heavy rocks to haul? Also, we call Charlie C unit. Now, see, that, I don't, first of all, I don't agree with that. 
because we already have a T. We already have a T bone. No, we had a J. And we had a J unit. He's, he's and he's dead. Passed on. I I do not accept C unit as my nickname. Do you want to see my favorite spell? Is it magic missile? This my magic missile is my second favorite spell. Oh, nice. What's your favorite? Want to see it? Yes. Oh fuck! I uh next to Teresia. I start, I take my, I like reach down and grab some dirt and I slam it into my hand and like burst outward and all the dirt goes away. And next to Teresia, a small, about two foot tall, uh, mud man falls up. He doesn't have a head. His like eyes are like in late holes into the, the mud. And he looks at you all and he waves. Does this mean you're a conjuration wizard? Okay. Mud ball, do your thing. Um, and he trips. Yep. Yeah. Twenty six against your CMD, Teresia. Oh no! <laughs> Twenty three. Uh, so you watch as mud ball trips Teresia and then. <laughs> I just had to show it, Teresia. I'll go over yeah. and put my hand out to help her up. Sierra shares a, shares a glance with Laura. I've never seen T-Bone take a spill like that. Teresia does not accept the hand. She gets up and dusts off her armor and storms off towards the towards the temple. No fucking animal communal for you, motherfucker. <laughs> Finally, somebody fun in the party. God. <laughs> I was just trying to play a joke. I thought it was good. Thank you, Charlie. Where are you from? Me? Yeah. Uh, well, lazily, I just put Krogodon on my character sheet because I didn't oh, know. Oh, it's a city. <laughs> Thank you. I've been there once. I had a a friend there who was having a bit of a well, a wedding, I guess. Oh, I think well. weddings are boring. I agree. They were I try to avoid them at all costs. That man's name, Truxton Pendleton. The only reason I live in Krogodon is because we have a uh, goblin fiber. Oh, that's impressive. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Is it at least two Giga Rocks? <laughs> How did you know? So anyway, you all have one more action for the day and we'll move on. I'm standing outside in my Scarecrow costume after uh, Penny helps me. Uh, it works. Fully put it on. Yes. There's no attacks. <laughs> day. So the walls are done. You can keep working on the internal defenses of the town. You can drill the militia. You've got the Thieves Guild working for you, and I think one other group. The old veterans. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You can also uh, call in reinforcements. Um, you can uh, send let use Ciro, Sirio, if you all want, I can put in a couple favors for some of the ranger forces that are uh, or outside of what you all rescued. Um, they can be here in a couple days. That sounds wonderful, Serio. We would we would love for you to do that. Thank you. Alright, um, I'll send the letter. And you can also um, the slaves that you all rescued from that last encampment, if you make a, a check some of them will join you up. Perform oratory profession soldier, and this is in the book. I'm not just saying this because Gorkooks did. So say these are all Gorkooks skills. Um, but I could be persuaded that a Diplo check would be would work, but I'm going to raise the DC on it. 
how about you let me do a diplo check because none of us have professional culture. Yep. 32? Uh, yeah, so you convince some of the slaves to uh, join and fight against their pressures, and they join up with the town's militia. Um, so you give yourselves five points for them, and then it's going to take a little while for the rangers to get here, but they'll provide for another five points. Um, CX? Yes, Penny? Who is Cicero? Cicero? Cereo. Serial. Oh, Serial is in gate involved with the ranger force okay. over near Fiandar. Okay. Is, is it the Foxclaw Scouts or is it the other one? <clears throat> He's a ranger. What's the name of the rangers? Chernsonardo Rangers. Ah, He's a member, a high-ranking member of the Chernsonardo Rangers. They're helping you? There's, that's so far away. Has the Iron Fang been that? The Iron Fangs reached Thandar and further. Why haven't I heard of this? I mean, it's I, so far. I I don't know, and I mean, I'm not haven't exactly been to any large cities outside of the Iron Fangs reach to know what kind of news has been circulating. Uh, are they going strong, these Rangers? Um, they're rebuilding. So that means that. You've been successful as of late. Yes. I... Oh. Good job. In- individually, it doesn't seem so, but as a whole, yes. Well, I congratulate you. Well, thank you. I congratulate us, too. So, you have two more days that go smoothly, so let's blitz through this real quick. Let's see what we can do. You get three, a- <clears throat> three checks a day. The things that you haven't maxed out already are internal defenses, which is like preparing choke points and like building defensive positions from inside the town, like barricades and medical stations. You can drill the militia two more times. Um, You can prepare like siege supplies, like food and medicine for like the townspeople during the disaster, during the attack. Um, And then you can increase townsfolk readiness. So during that time, the, the instant moment I can, I want to talk to Teresia one-on-one. Let's hold that off. I'll hold it off as long as you want me to, but I want to talk to her. I just want to get through this part so we can get to the combat, and if I need to move it <clears throat> in the episode, I will. Charlie is going to go around looking for anti-itch cream because he's realized that all this hay is extremely itchy, and he's not doing a very good job being a scarecrow. I'll roll a d4, see if you find any. Okay. Oh, that's a one. Nope. No, hold on. Hold on. Let's not lie to the audience here, Jared. Let me take four. Picture. Okay, you don't fight in. What? It's DC five. You said that's fucked up. Why well, have a plus one, bitch? You actually, I'm pretty sure you found anti-itching cream. Actually, Sirix really, really the- slides over to Charlie and hands him a bottle and goes, "Look, it'll stop the itching. Don't ask how I know." So what are your six actions? Um, I'd like to aid anybody I can on any knowledge check they have. No! <laughs> but golly, nothing that... We don't, we're all really dumb bitches, Gavin. I play chess. Okay, so how are we... We should probably increase supplies. Okay. Um, profession baker, cook, farmer, trapper, 
or survival. Survival. Can I aid on the survival check? Yep, you can aid at whatever you want. I rolled a 12, so probably not. Well, uh, I got a 27 on the survival. Um, so you gather a bunch of, like, animal meats and stuff, and... We kill help, so many just random animals in the forest. And help help them build, like, hunting and trapping supplies so they can do it a little bit better on their own. Uh, five defense points. We can do that one more time, if you want. Roll another survival check, Laura. Oof, just a 23 this time. Uh, five more defense points. <clears throat> so siege supplies is maxed out, so we have internal defenses, militia drilling, and town folk readiness. Oh, I can yell at the townsfolk if you'd like. Okay. Yeah, so we'll say... I'll let you do an intimidate check. <laughs> Thank you. I guess. Can I aid him? Hold on, I got yes. this. Alright, real shit, guys. Real shit. Looking at y'all, you don't look ready for this, alright? And I need you to be ready for this. Because otherwise you're never going to see your wife and kids again, okay? So, everybody get a good night's sleep. And eat a lot of protein. Because I think whenever they attack... It's going to be a long fucking day, okay? I want you all ready. And that was pretty intimidating, I think. Don't you think, Cyrix? Yes, he's so intimidating. If you make me Thank want to go much. and eat protein right away. I rolled the 33, so I assume I ate him. <laughs> I rolled a natural one. <laughs> uh, that, that works. You're good. <laughs> I love it when the role-playing works out with the rolls. <laughs> I mean, you seem a little nervous or whatever, but they... Um... Oh, no, not me. Maybe you drop a slur accidentally, like oh, a str- good streamer would. <laughs> uh, but the, some of the people seem into it, and you get five defense points. And that is day one, so we have three more actions. Um, let's do So you can do militia. readiness one more time. Okay, militia drill. Um, intimidate or profession soldier. I'll do intimidate. I'll get up, I'll crack my whip, I'll tell them to get their asses together, that just because Gorgug's gone doesn't mean we don't keep things in ship shape and keep things together and I'll give you a guidance do our goddamn best okay I'll roll it 31 oh damn 10 defense points okay so you can do that one more time yeah while I'm up on the podium I go even deeper and I ask them to look within their souls and fight for their town and to just not let anything stand in the way. And I'm s- okay. screaming at them. Can you roll less than a 15? No, I have a plus 18 in my uh, Intimidate. Okay, 10 defense points. Okay, so what's left is the internal defenses and one more instance of town folk readiness. Particularly internal defenses. Let's do internal defenses. So it's a craft check, uh, diplo, or knowledge local. What's your knowledge local, Laura? He is an urban uh, barbarian. I got like a plus 12, you know? You got a guidance for a plus 13, bitch. I say I have a plus 17 well, well, for well. Diplo. Let's have Laura do something. Yeah, have Laura do it. Oh, God. Well, plus 13, so plus one more to this local check. So how, how are you I, using... I have local. How are you using your local to uh, prepare the internal defenses of the town? Uh, I'm like looking down uh, alleys and st- and the street layout of the town so that we can create funnel points 
so that whenever uh, they do inevitably breach the walls or there's if somehow they manage to sneak into the city we like block off alleys so there's only like one main road and there's it's no just way like the to like French revolution to the barricades brothers okay give me an allegorical check may i help roll as well yes excellent uh that is a 20 not a nat 20 but a rolled 20 with plus one from treasure and then what how are you helping me Oh, I assume with a dank aid. Uh, Damn, sure. we probably should have let her do that. I'll leave her to help her with confidence. So, uh, Penny aids, and that brings the result to a 23. Um, so you're able to successfully set up barricades in the best alleyways and stuff that would prevent even the sneakiest of thieves about town from getting over them. Uh, five defense points. Eric, would it be at all feasible for Teresia to go by the local shrines and smaller churches in town and persuade, perhaps using a religion skill, um, even the followers of the more, uh, how would you say, pacifist gods to assist in what ways they can, perhaps with having supplies and helping those who are injured in the fighting? Um, yeah. I mean, we can roll over the next day and say that that's the siege supply section so if, yeah you want to make a knowledge religion check as you go to convince them to help with like the healing effort and the food effort and whatnot that's fine or a 31 so I I don't know who's a good pacifist god Gavin Shellian Nethys yeah. Nethys is not a pacifist this is everything and so you find a, a small chapel to Shelley and, um, and they've kind of seen Jacques fall. They've kind of backed off of their efforts. Uh, but then you give like a little speech about how um, to preserve beauty and whatnot. Sometimes you have to fight. And even if they're not the ones doing the killing, there's still ways to help. And you ask them to do it in Jacques' name, and they uh, they agree. We give them the holy relic of Jacques' glaive. Okay. Even in debt. Is there there's like a, there's like a, a level there's a level three cleric in there, and we just give them what was your glaive, Gavin? It was quite shit. It was a plus one impact. Plus one impact. That's still pretty good. Four uh, Given given Excuse to me? him directly from Shellian. It's the blade known as Songbird. You all may not believe there's beauty on the battlefield, but the way that man danced with that blade, it would change your mind. Keep it. Uh, they graciously accept it, and they uh, they bless it, and they put it in a place of honor in the church. Or they sell it and build a goddamn cathedral. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> um, yes, the beauty of tradecraft is also... Yeah, so... Um, there's... About four days, or th you're th about three days out, um, Teresia's trip to the temple is the first action taken these, on day three. What? Are these motherfucking scouts back yet? I'm trying to get to it. Oh, son, Derek. And Daniel comes uh, barging into the temple after Teresia's about to leave. Teresia, we need to meet in the town center. I have news. Is there a reason you can't tell me here, Daniel, or do you want to walk with me down the street? 
I think you're fairly I'm fairly just joking. Let's go. Uh, so Daniels stands on like the pulpit and the well, not the pulpit. The oh god, <laughs> he found <laughs> God in the woods. Ah, my in the corner of that one tree. I swear to God, if he worships that elf god, though. Uh, so he stands up on the the busker stand or whatever it's called and says, "The siege troops approach the river Meredith. They'll be there." In mere hours. Now is our time to strike. We How far from the city are they, Danny? Uh, from the city? Uh, they're a mere hours away from the river, so if we leave now, we'd probably meet them as they get to the river. What are their numbers? There's a... Uh, they're substantial. Uh, one squadron. Uh, some engineers are following them. And then horse in the back leading them, it seems like. We didn't get very close, but... So you'd recommend I take myself and my four compatriots and attack their army? I mean, you did it at that one camp. What the fuck this boy talking about? I mean, you guys killed two troop squadrons at the, the Ridgeline camp when you fought Drag. That we did. I looked to Laura, I looked to Cyrix, I looked to Charlie. What do you all think? Hit them before they get here. It's a good strategy. We could... Have the walls ready. Frustrate them and weaken them before they get to us. We'll have to be careful about this, though. It's very dangerous to be uh, by ourselves. We could get overwhelmed. Um, I have potions if you all need me. God, I don't even remember how many potions I have. Uh, blindness or deafness, water breathing, seeing invisibility, tongues, gaseous form, remove paralysis, or cure light wounds. Got a nice bag. So you approach where Daniel believed them to be crossing the river a couple oh. hours later. Um, and they are, in fact, right at the river. And if you'll remember, early on in this campaign, the River Meredith is very choppy and very hard to cross. Each there's There are five catapults, each of them towed by a team of two Yazibus, uh, which are like oxen, I guess. And they move about 15 feet. So as they get to the river... Uh, while we were while we were waiting, could we have, uh, like, kind of scouted some tactical positions, like, where they're most likely to uh, cross? No, you're, you're, like, arriving as they're beginning the cross. Oh, okay. <clears throat> well, then fuck them. Let's get them. Do you want to fuck or do anything before we get started? I have an idea with that. So, if you all will let me, and I look directly at Teresia, I, I could help you be stronger and braver in combat. I know most of you would allow it, but would you allow me to help you with this, Teresia? It's an evolve touching me. It does. I'm sorry. I could put a blanket or a napkin over where I touch your skin. That way you don't contract the leprosy, but... I was going to use it to dip my nachos in. Um, <laughs> <laughs> we can't. So how many? There's five of us now? Four of us? Yeah. Well, four of us that would ca I would cast heroism on, but yeah. So we're going to do this like right before the fight starts, right? So Yes. But, well, but also heroism lasts like 90 minutes. That's good. Well, if we're going to be dropping these off right before we start beating the shit out of things, uh, before before uh, Penny would do that, I want to hit us all with a protection from evil communal. She'll last two minutes on all of us. 
for all of you who don't know how that works. It's protection from evil. You get a plus two deflection bonus to AC and a plus two resistance bonus off saves from any attack or effect from an evil creature. Keep in mind that's a deflection bonus, so it may not stack if you have a ring of protection already on. Uh, and you get some other things here and there, but that is kind of specific. There's a little bit of a problem. Uh, the hobgoblins are on one side of the river. You are on the other. And it is very hard to cross, fortunately. Um. As they get to the banks of the river, a creature kind of steps through the crowd of the troops and they split for her. Uh, and the creature places her hand on the bank of the river. Oh, God. And in the center, it begins to lower. Goddamn Irish pollution ghosts. Fae things. As you watch the water levels change, the creature on the other side becomes more visible. And as I've already revealed to all of you in the photograph, it's kind of hard to see in an audio medium, so I'll describe it exactly the way Pathfinder in the bestiary describes it. A mounted horseman gallops forth, soaked head to toe in gore and waving a blade with wild abandon, yet as he moves, it becomes clear that the horse and the rider are joined as one. A humanoid torso sprouting from equine withers, and the gore is a grisly vision of naked muscle and leaking veins. I need everybody to roll initiative, and that's the end of our broadcast week. This podcast uses trademarks and or copyrights owned by Paizo Incorporated, which are used under Paizo's community use policy. We are expressly prohibited from charging you to use or access this content. This podcast is not published, endorsed, or specifically approved by Paizo Incorporated. For more information about Paizo's community use policy, please visit paizo.com forward slash community use. For more information about Paizo Incorporated and Paizo products, please visit paizo.com. Iron Fang Invasion is copyright 2017. Iron Fang Invasion and the Pathfinder Adventure Path are trademarks of Paizo. Paizo.